so I'll speak in a, in a very specific standpoint. What you were doing, what we were doing back in 2017, 18, 19 of Facebook in terms of being a little bit more scrappy, being a little bit more hacky on the platform is how we're approaching what we were doing on TikTok. Like I really believe our core yeah. account processor structure is a testing, which we'll talk about, a graduation of those tests, which we'll talk about, and then either you move into a scaling position or scaling campaign, or you optimize down what isn't working. Hi there. Welcome back to a new episode of CC Talks. Today, we have a very special guest whose speech I was able actually to attend during the past AW Barcelona, and which really got my attention to the point that I reached out to him and asked to participate in this podcast to tell us all he knows about TikTok. Well, maybe not all of it, maybe he doesn't want to release all his secrets, but at least to enlighten us as he did with the audience in Barcelona, and especially about the best practices for media buyers on TikTok. So media buyers listening to us right now or uh, wanting to be to be media buyers, this is the episode for you. And the guest that I'm talking about is Nick Shackleford, known also as Shaq. Uh, Nick has spent the last nine years immersed in the performance marketing world, so he knows a lot about it. After working with legacy brands, uh, PepsiCo and Apple, he quickly found his group going direct consumers with viral products like fidget spinners and magnetic eyelashes. Now, having worked with over 127 and DTC brands specifically focusing paid media and creative on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, Pinterest, and TikTok. Uh, he has, like I said, a huge experience and a very interesting perspective on how brands truly scale in modern time suite or without BCP backing. Um, Nick is partnered with several agencies, angel investor and advisor. So, yeah. Wow, right, guys? Let me introduce you, Nick. Hey, Nick, thank you so much for being with us today. How are you? I am fantastic. It is, it's sunny California over here, and that was a hell of an intro. Um, it's a <laughs> lot. Like, look, well, that's you. you. What, what, uh, trust me, like, when I was reading back, I'm like, wow, I've, I've covered a lot of ground in these past, past 10 years almost. And it's, it's never been a better time, especially now to talk about things like this. And I started to see this in Barcelona. You probably saw it too. Yeah, TikTok, it's, it, it's, it's everything right now. Look, I learned and I made majority of my money and the brand's money and the other advertisers' money from mm -hmm. running on Facebook. Yeah, like most people, I guess, right? Till today, basically. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Till today, till, shoot, people are still going like, should I, should I be spending on TikTok? And mm -hmm. I think by the end of this conversation, I'm, I'm, I hope, to, hope that you and I get to convince a lot of your listeners that <laughs> they, can, they cannot ignore it. Yeah, I mean, the, the landscape has changed so quickly. And yes, like you said, TikTok was the topic in Barcelona. But I can tell you, we at Creative Clicks have our own uh, in-house creative studio and we are getting so many requests for TikTok ads. Very simple ones, very authentic ones, you know, but it's a thing. It's just the main request that, that, that we get and it's just what it is. So where to start? Uh, we said TikTok is a platform of the moment, can provide lots of opportunities to marketers, media buyers. However, how should the platform be prioritized within their channel stack? Like you said, people till today were mostly focusing on, on Facebook and then Instagram, but then how can they insert TikTok in their media plan? Yeah, this is something that we thought heavily about, and I don't like to force this on anybody because 
it might not be for your type of product. Like, and mm. what I mean by this is it, it might not make sense for you to just jump into it, especially if you're starting from a place where you don't know if something, if your other platforms are working or if this is a last ditch effort. I don't think people give it the respect that it needs because it's a very unique platform. It's very specific. Now, there's a lot of people going, well, if you just take what's working on Facebook and, and throw it kind of onto to TikTok, it's going to work. And I really don't think that happens. We've had a, maybe one or two work out of the hundreds and hundreds of assets that we've tried or videos, or images we've tried. It really is not a place where you just duplicate or repurpose content. Yeah. Now, I will speak out of the other side of my mouth. I'll backtrack a little bit. If you are just beginning, there are a couple types of creative that we'll talk about later, I believe. Uh, that you need to be using or showcasing. And, I, and I'll send it after you for your listeners and put in the show notes link to some of the ads that I think are that do a really good job. But I, I'm not saying you want TikTok to be 100% of your ad spend or even 80% or even 50%. I think in the scheme of things, right now, TikTok maybe makes up 10 to 15% of the overall budget of say a brand or a product we're selling. It's still primarily Google. Mm-hmm. It's still primarily Facebook and Instagram. And then we have TikTok kind of right behind that. Yeah, so basically what you're saying, TikTok is not for everybody, but it's something to consider and that's it's being part of the media spend more and more and for certain certain companies more than others. But like you said, it depends on the product, right? It does. It really does depend on the product and it depends on your ability to get content. Like you you saw my talk and I had so many really 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 good conversations about this yeah if you yeah. aren't if there's no means for you to kind of get content it really you shouldn't necessarily really be be, be playing there because it's going to be a heavy content piece of piece of platform yeah and like you said you cannot just repurpose content that you use for other platforms tiktok is such a special platform that stands alone by itself that needs its own content mm-hmm. It's true. So you gave so many good examples. Unfortunately, in a podcast, we cannot show the video ads that, that you showed. But indeed, that showed how important, like you said, that the content is for for TikTok. Actually, going back to that presentation, I love the fact that you showed us uh, your proven testing workflow of ads. So what is it? Can you tell us and our listeners more about it? I believe a lot of your listeners, based on the research I've done, they're advanced buyers. Like they're not, nobody is like kind of beginners. Nobody's kind of like just learning or Mm -hmm. hearing what media buying is for the first time. So I'll speak in a a very specific standpoint. What you were doing, what we were doing back in 2017, 18, 19 of Facebook in terms of being a little bit more scrappy, being a little bit more hacky on the platform is how we're approaching what we were doing on TikTok. Like I really believe our core yeah. account processor structure is a testing, which we'll talk about, a graduation of those tests, which we'll talk about, and then either you move into a scaling position or scaling campaign, or you optimize down what isn't working. So within that testing overall structure, we have our prospect or our cold audiences specific campaign, and then we have three ad sets, very, very specific. We have broad, we have an interest stack, and broad meaning like no targeting, wide open. We have an interest deck mm-hmm. because for TikTok, what we're seeing, the interests and the audiences are still extremely important for the targeting. Unlike where we're on Facebook, where everyone's like, hey, buddy, go broad, keep it open. Yeah, Interest is still very important, especially on TikTok right now. And then we're starting to add in a little bit more lookalikes. So what we'll do is, and, and the larger the lookalikes, the better from what we're currently experiencing on, on TikTok right now, the larger the audience you want. Whereas Facebook, you're like, hey, I want a 1% or 2%. 
TikTok, you want to go a little bit broader, a little bit wider than the ones and twos. So that's that's the, those are the yeah. three audiences. Those are the three quote unquote ad sets you're going to want to use within that prospecting test. And here's something that's a little bit contrary. Not many people are discussing this, but we do about four to six ads in each one of these ad sets. They don't have to be different. Mm. They uh, repeat. In Facebook, you want you want a square. Uh, you want like you want a one to one. You want a four by three. You want a different variation. System. Yeah. No, no, no. TikTok. You want that full, same exact style, full frame of your phone mm-hmm. video. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But you. But, but one thing that I'll call out on this, and like I can't not talk about it here, is the type of content that needs to be shared here specifically. So this all is based upon the hook in a, in a traditional piece of creative, you have your hook, mm. you have maybe some, uh, demonstrations of the product. Then you have maybe like a, a value prop and then maybe you have some B roll. Like you have different, you have these different bricks of overall content. You have a storyline that it starts in a certain way and, and continues. Exactly. TikTok, it's rushed. It is condensed. It is hook yeah. value prop call to action. It's that's it. You do not want to rotate anything else and you want to spend almost all the time in those hooks. So those ads, they need to be different. If it's the same ad, the only way you're going to be able to rotate that hook is if you put a different piece of the ad first, or if you put a different bold text called out first, think about it in that Mm. manner. So if stretch your, stretch your mind, stretch your creativity to get to at least four variations of that start. If you can, if you can't, Okay, nail down three really, really, really strong ones on that prospecting test. That's amazing advice. So the hook, the first part, it's very important, but not too many variations in terms of format, not like in the other in the other platforms. And what about the CTA? Is that something that it's often changed in the variations that are provided? Yes and no. So sometimes mm. sometimes in facebook and the reason why like that's the, such a typical marketing response like i don't want to be like absolute but yeah yeah tiktok is not the place for you to go i'm going to do learn more i'm going to do shop now i'm going to do sign up like it, it, it's you're buy- i want you to buy because if you look at it on like a very human level and this is something that we've been trying to do a lot of research on we have a couple conversations coming up with some of the reps on the side TikTok's algorithm is built in a way to keep you. They really don't want you seeing something, clicking off and buying. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram is in the perfect rotation of shoppable experiences and mm-hmm. the ability for you to see something and go shop and buy right away with Facebook shop or Instagram shops, or even just the, the ability for it to link out very quickly. TikTok, mm-hmm. they really want, it's just going to feed you content over, 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 over. So I still think there's ways still think there's ways for it to go before it's a full great in terms of like ad tech platform just yet. Let me tell you a little bit about like the progression, right? So that was that first campaign of prospecting. Now let's say we go into the graduation phase. This is probably two variables that are a little bit different than most. The best performing ads that we have in that initial prospecting broad interest or lookalike, excuse me, lookalike stack, mm-hmm. leave it as you're going to duplicate that best ad set and that ad set nine out of 10 times, it's really going to be the audience that works the best is going to be your broad audience. So it, it won't be mm. the interest. It won't be the look like, yeah, they'll come every once in a while. They'll, they'll hit a little bit, but you're really going to let that new, that new campaign and that single ad set is going to be broad overall. And wow, out of all the tests, it's kind of crazy. The biggest call out I have to say here is the only way you move into a graduation phase is if these ads have had 50 conversions, five, zero okay. has to have 50. Okay. 
We did it before 50, we've done it at 10, we've done it at 15, we've done it at 20. It's never significant enough information for me to make any optimizations because TikTok's learning okay. phase, unlike Facebook, is very real. Like it, it, it isn't just something where Facebook's like, hey, make sure he gets out of learning phase. TikTok's learning phase, it is, it is learning. It is literally learning because it's still a very primitive platform. Okay. I really want to okay. double click on that and make sure that everybody understands that. But how, how interesting also the fact of the broad audience, because I mean, in the other platforms, that's definitely not the case. Also LinkedIn, well, that's a B2B platform for the most, but if you want to reach people, uh, if the audience is too broad, like, you know, you even have the visual thing that says, no, it gets red and it's too, too big. And in general, the platforms we're used to see, like what I said, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's the other way around. You try to target and then target specific audience. Then of course you create lookalikes, but instead that's what you want to do with TikTok, which I find amazing and, and a great learning point. Absolutely. No, you nailed it on that one. And I think it's, it's a different platform. And I think us as media buyers, you know, sometimes we get lazy, you know, sometimes we're like, what is working mm -hmm. over here? Let me just do that again. And we, you really can't afford to do that. Yeah, so at the conference, uh, and I think you mentioned it a bit at the beginning, but you didn't give too much away. You also spoke about three uh, winning creatives that are crushing it right now on TikTok. So can you tell our listeners what these are and why they're so successful? Absolutely. So first I'll tell them there's three core ones, but there's usually six. There's six that I really want people to talk about. I only was able to talk about okay. three on stage, mainly because okay. <laughs> we have more time here to kind of go through. But the first one is an unboxing showing. And mm -hmm. this is nothing that I'm not somebody listening is like, Oh my God, this is not groundbreaking. I, I know I get it. I get it. But it is, <laughs> but that's the thing. Most things on these platforms are not groundbreaking, but it's just facts that you need to know because ah. otherwise maybe you you look for the next thing, but sometimes there's no next thing. Sometimes the most common thing is the one that works. As simple as that. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. You're absolutely correct on this. So the unboxing effect, it's really the point of view. You got you to show what, it, what the experience is. And it's very fast. It's usually the phone pulling up out of the box, revealing the box, rather than the, the phone coming into the box, showing what's inside of it. So think about the revealing, the pulling up of the phone is major. The second one mm -hmm. is a step-by-step -step of how to do the thing. First, because everybody, the, the, the hashtag that trends the most, there's two hashtags. One is TikTok made me buy it. TikTok made me do mm. it. For, that's a major, major, major hashtag. The second one is learn this on TikTok or TikTok taught me how. That's step yeah. by step. It's your makeup routine. It is your putting your shoe on routine. It's your cooking routine. There's so many of these things that were made from TikTok. And the step by step is so seamless for creators to put this and place the product or put this and place the thing that which you're trying to sell on and it's super organic and, and and normal for someone to consume something and share that with a friend because you're not pitching you're not you're not trying yeah. to say somebody hey buy my thing it's oh that's interesting that's something simple i can do i can use that spaghetti maker and go ahead and make myself <laughs> spaghetti right it's crazy absolutely and there is something i think psychological behind these sorts of videos that for some reason they hook you like when i see the step by step or yeah the unboxing i just get triggered to watch it till the end i want to know what's inside the box so how, how it looks like right yes again us as us as consumers or we're very curious creatures right like we're interested in like what are they what am i about to learn four steps to yeah. the best meal of the day yeah i have i can listen for four steps you know <laughs> yeah I'll, i'll double click on two other ones one is the 
I dub it like follow the trends, which is I specifically would say split screen acting. And what I mean by this, and there's two people, one is uh, Erica, the lawyer. She is incredible, incredible at this. And the next one is Marquette effect, Marquette effect. I don't, I might be butchering that. And what they do is they basically have the same person wearing various colors or various outfits talking back and forth Mm -hmm. to yourselves, but it's so engaging and so entertaining that I'm like, what did I just watch? That was beautiful. Like that was awesome. And it's an ad and it happens so, so frequently that I think it's to a look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Probably the hardest thing for someone to nail. It is hardest thing to be creative and be funny because being funny is, is, is a lot more difficult than people imagine, but when it's done correctly, Oh my gosh, it is. It's some of the most viral pieces of creative that I've ever seen go live. Absolutely. I mean, also, who doesn't need a laugh every day? But it, it is indeed something really hard to, to, to be creative and funny at the same time. 100%. Okay, well, lots of great things you just said. But um, if you were to give your number one advice, whatever that is, to media buyers, that are using TikTok or that are starting on TikTok or that would like to start on TikTok, what is it? So the first would be, where are you getting your creators, your content? So I would, st- I would start on the platform itself. And there's like two tools mm-hmm. I use to kind of like spy on best performing or how to find my creators potentially. The first one is called okay. Talk Audit, T-O-K-A-U-D-I-T. I have no affiliation mm-hmm. with them, but we use it and we pay for it. I think it's like six to seven bucks talk audit is something that I believe in. And it gives me the metrics that I can search by, whether it's the views, the likes, the comments, and it's a, it's a Chrome browser. It's a Chrome browser. Super simple. I start there because I have to find creators because look, you, you can't just make an ad on Canva or, or these other editing tools that doesn't use a person because it's not like Instagram or Facebook where you can grab a, pr- a picture of the product, put a moving text background on the back in you in your life. It has to have a person in it. Totally. Yeah. That's what we do with the ads we create with the creative studio for TikTok. Yeah. We all, we always use people. It's just what it is. And it's super easy. Yeah? Sometimes it's like, you don't even need like what, what we said before, it has to be simple, but, but has those three main points that you start with the hook and then you end with the CTA. Correct. Look, you can speak to more of this. I've seen some of the stuff you guys put out and it's, it's very platform relevant, right? Like there's, there's no reason why someone needs to spend a, a bunch of time on editing or post-production because a lot of the tools, TikTok, and I, I was like super proud of what they've done. They've built the platform because they've, it's the stuff that we wish we would have had on Facebook years ago, but their ad platform still is why I think it's still important for us to kind of allocate some budget there and start testing, start using the interface and start using the actual ad account is because it will eventually catch up to that. And it already has a lot of the tools that we love. Yeah. I mean, you can just create the ad directly even on, on TikTok with the tools they have. And then you use also what is important, the best, the trendy filters or the trendy, the voice. Also, that works a lot. We, we've seen that. And uh, the overspeaking voice that it's followed with the text, that works also a lot when you show videos on TikTok for ads too. Oh, yeah. Final thing I'll give it to you also is very simplified in terms of your launch structure. 
So like we, we briefly talked yeah. about the testing phase. We briefly talked about the graduation phase. It sounded like, okay, well, what, like I'm missing something. Like what, what else am I, am I missing? No, you're not. Like that's, that's literally it. So I don't want people to overcomplicate it. I just want them to be focused on how they're launching and where they're launching. And just think about generally, that's it. Like that, that is the simplicity of getting the things live because a lot of your time and effort is going to be spent on trying to find the people, the creators and the type of content. Absolutely. Well, amazing, Nick. Thank you so much once again for uh, participating in our podcast, for sharing your knowledge. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll get, I'm going to give you some quick ones right before we leave because I know this is something that's important. Yeah. Always leave your comments on. Do not turn this off. TikTok loves comments. We are not winning with CBO campaigns. We are winning with ABO campaigns, so automatic bid. Don't do CBO for TikTok. And then mm. when something's working, if you're the type of media buyer, and I know a lot of people are like this, if you're the type of media buyer that is like always fidgeting, always playing the ad account, and you want to do something, say like something starts to work earlier than the learning phase, and you're like, whoa, okay. this looks too good to be do too good to not touch, mm. to duplicate it, duplicate it out and, and launch it by itself. That okay. campaign, that one ad set and that one ad, just do a little bit of a dupe. It's something that like if I'm going into my ad accounts still, and my team hates when I do this because I'm usually not in ad accounts with them, I usually they usually go like Nick, go to your own stuff. I'll like, go in there, I'll be like, oh my god, this is working, duplicate it out, and they're like, hey, thank you for helping, but also get out of my ad account. Media buyers are super finicky, but it's been it's been something that I, I'm I'm very excited about, and it, you just have to do it. And I mean, based on what you just said, is it just sometimes random? Like if you see results before the learning phase and then you duplicate, do you see the same results or not necessarily? In most cases, we will see the same results. It won't be as sustained. Okay. It won't be as sustained as most because the majority of the success that people find on TikTok is based upon how early they get that type of creative live or how early they get a new piece of creative to hit the right audience. Mm. And so as soon as it hits, you're looking at it and be like, wow, that's, I don't need to wait my five, seven days for the learning phase. I look at everything, the, the CTR makes sense. The click through makes sense. The the cost per click makes sense. The little bit of revenue is coming through on that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to see what I can do if I didn't have any other distractions and it was just that one campaign. So there are these major benefits around that. Well, got it. How can our listeners reach out to you if they have questions or, yeah, I don't know, they would like to share their knowledge or you share their knowledge, uh, your knowledge with them? Yeah, you can hit me up on uh, not TikTok. Actually, I don't spend too much time with TikTok. It's I had to delete it because it was too addicting. I found myself spending excessive amounts of hours. I know, right? It's just it's overwhelming sometimes. It can be. You could find me on Instagram at I am Nick Shackleford or Twitter. Uh, I am Shackleford. I'm there both and, I, and I'm very responsive. So I appreciate your time and, and all the incredible questions. Amazing. Thank you so much again for being with us today. And thanks to all our listeners for choosing us again, CC Talks as your marketing podcast. And if you have not done it yet, make sure to subscribe to CC Talks on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and to follow Creative Clicks on social media. Till next time. <laughs>